This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and a production of EI Alliance. Copyright 2020. America is courtesy of New Threads off their album, Felonious Roma. Hi, Julie. This is Susan. Hey, Susan, we are back with, what are we into, part three? I don't think I'm going to label them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about uh, the presidential press conferences, and yet we're kind of connecting in everything that we can related to what? Related to beliefs, related to science, related to energy, related to what's happening or not, related to everything that's going on and not all around us. I, you know, it's interesting because when you said that, all I kept hearing is it's sort of like taking the example that of Trump and, and making ourselves, and I don't want to say Trump because that's horrible to say, but <laughs> we're trying to make ourselves as empowered as he is. And you like him or not, he's mm. very empowered. You can't not acknowledge that. He's such, he's, he's empowered. He's able to do things and we all, you know, how is he doing it? And that's really what mm. we and I, and then, you know, again, so now I go back to square one. That's what made us start all of this. What is he doing? Why is he doing, how is he doing this? Mm. And is it an act? Cause we know he's an actor cause he was, you know, he had a show for how many years. Mm. And so is he an actor or is this who he really is? And has that blended and it's become one. And so that's interesting. So we kind of took <sighs> that and started saying, how do I make myself more empowered? and get out of the whole herd mentality. Yes, and that's funny, is it? That's God, that's that's funny you said that because one of the terminology that's been used being used is herd immunity. Oh. <laughs> and so you say herd mentality, it's like, hmm, so mm. on the one hand, you know, praising the herd immunity aspect of things biologically and yet herd mentality. Hmm. Yeah. I know. Isn't huh. that interesting? An interesting use of words. I, I yes. mean, I, and, that's and, not a new concept. No, it's, that's not, a, that's not no. new by any stretch, but I haven't heard it in a long time. We started using it. Is that it. a pun? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I, I, I haven't witnessed it in people's conversation, <laughs> either online or anything. It's, and we used it. And again, it's not that we, it's, mm. we didn't coin it. And it's not like no one ever experience that word of the past but um <laughs> but now it's it to hear it come out and it's like oh interesting okay well well you, you know when our last podcast we were talking about that little socrates video and mm-hmm. in that video you know the guy oh, relates yeah. uh the the sheep yes. you know being herded yes and so there's a there's a lot of analogies to stuff and again you know we we looked in our ancient text podcast you know we looked at the whole uh, you know lao tzu dao te jing and we uh, you know uh, looked at the different sections and you know in the definition of stuff. I mean, there's just really, you know, you can be directed without even knowing just by what your definition or you've been told Mm -hmm. the definition is of something. Mm -hmm. And if you really don't take a new view, like every day is a brand new day, you know, everything that you see is like, hmm, or hear or witness or, you know, decide or not to absorb you know, so, so that's a challenge. You know, it's just funny. That's a challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying and I get the depth of what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing, 
but I have to step in and say that's a challenge for most people, not everybody. Some people are, are capable. I think that's a big challenge for most people. Am I so so here's a here's a good exercise. So that's great. You said that's a challenge. And here's a good exercise. You know, turn on the next presidential press conference. Go in as if you were, you know, gotta love doing this. Go in as if you were a visitor from another planet. And you walked by the television, it was on, and you just said, Who is this and what is happening? And look at everything as if you have no past history based in what your opinions or judgments or anything are. And look at the words being used and look at what's being said. And, and if you can, you know, previously before doing that, you know, either, uh, I don't want to say it this way, but either meditate or get to a space of clarity where you're just, okay, let me just play this little challenge, this little test or a little game for myself and do this. And, and, I, and I have to say, because I've, I've seen some funny reactions to the, the press conferences. I mean, you see stuff, again, I, I tell you, I just off and on, I pop onto social media, just kind of look around. I'll turn on the TV, I just kind of look around. And I've seen people comment on Instagram where, okay, great, it's that time of the night when the presidential press conference is coming on. And these people are living in, like, London, they're living in Europe, and they're, they're, you know, what do you call them, expatriates or whatever, and they're probably American. They grew up in America, and they're like, let, let me see this dose of, you know, what it, whatever it is. I get empowered by whatever expression is going on because, you, you know, you really got to glean the truth yourself. I mean, nobody can feed you to the truth. Well, it's not like you wake up and it's for breakfast. You know no. what I think <laughs> about that anyways. There is no truth. No one can ever absolutely say anything is true you just can't mm. i've gotten mm -hmm. so much <laughs> garbage i'll say to try to keep this pg for <laughs> that i've i have heard so you are you kidding me you that's the truth come on you know that no. and i'm thinking no so, i can argue any point and i don't do it because people will get pissed off and like will you just and I'm like all right I won't say anything but for my and, and I'm not trying to say that to be a jerk I say that because there is no truth there is no truth to anything hi this is Julie here with Susan and I have to ask you what's one of the favorite books that we've written together which one would you say my favorite would be energetic invocations mm. because you tricked me into writing it <laughs> And it wrote itself, and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. What you know, you? I agree with you. I love energetic invocations, and I love the invocations because they're really powerful. And I love the way it slides into the Endra book. So the Endra scripts is really fun as well. So I agree with you. Yep. Awesome. So, Julie, we wrote 10 plays of the Endra scripts. Yes. Do they seem believable to you? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? They're a hoot. I relive them most of the time. <laughs> but they're not traditional magic scripts. No, they're not. It's real magic based and in energy. It's cool stuff. And everybody can do it. That's right. Everybody can. There hmm. is no truth to anything. The sun's going to rise tomorrow. No, it's not a truth. I mean, you could go with belief and hope and think and pray and habit and everything else. And I mean, and I, that's a good and a bad thing. It's bad because people mm. are like, oh, my God, so we live in complete uncertainty. Yeah, that's true. But the other side. Uh, of it, wait a minute. But the other side of that <laughs> is that anything is possible. Anything is possible mm. tomorrow, next week. 
anything is possible because we are in uncertainty all the time and there is no truth. There's habit, there are patterns, all of those. But what's true, we, we don't know. Because once again, if we're going to talk about the Kabbalion, <laughs> there's various <laughs> levels of um, universes. I guess that's a Neville Goddard, you know, but description, but there's, there's various levels and we don't, we just don't know. We just don't know. So, <laughs> sorry. So I, I can't resist. I, I knew that. Uh, no, don't say you're sorry. That's not, you know, I'm a Libra. I can argue anything both ways. And yet, why would I want to? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's an exasperation of energy mm-hmm. when there's so much other cool stuff going mm-hmm. on. I mean, there is stuff we know and there's stuff we don't know that we know. And there's stuff that we convince ourselves that we don't mm-hmm. know. And I could go on and on and I'm not going mm-hmm. to. Yet I do have to throw out that I did see, and this is related in in this in this uh, segment of the podcast that I, I don't know if you saw this, but there's kind of an outcry. I guess the LA Times did an article on charity being off the charts, and is it a you know when oh. people are commenting, is that a strength or a no, weakness in philanthropy that. being oh. off the charts? And I thought, well, there you go. There's how- the book. How almost predictable, Jeez. okay, because in our Energetic Implications series <laughs> books and in our Energetic Implications, a book of vibrational change in part one, we talk and brilliantly, you know, you, you helped formulate this great understanding of what charity really is. And what the funny part is people are commenting, well, this is great for, you know, it's coming from corporations, foundations, individuals, you know, in the high level extreme that can afford it. And, you know, two thirds of it is coming from the U S and wow, there's all these seven, $8 billion worldwide that's going all over the place and philanthropy. And then people are saying, well, why does that all exist when all this horrible stuff is occurring? And so, you know, that's coming I out. I did and not then, see you know, that. I'm glad because you know oh, my, re- my response. <laughs> Every time we, we've written, we wrote that in two, uh, published in 2015. And mm-hmm. I ti- I, I'm glad we time stamped various writings that we've had. And I, I remember I, you know, when we talk, when I work with you, Julie, I go in another space. I, can, I don't even take credit for a lot of what I say or what I do because – I just get information just, I just, all of a sudden I know it. And that's why you always say, Oh, if it's brilliant or whatever, it's like, eh, it's something that I just, I hear, <laughs> I understand. And uh, it's, and so the reason I say it is because that is just, that's ready to explode. That whole charity thing's ready to explode. And that's going to be an interesting when that happens, because then what are people going to do to fill that need? Mm. Okay, sorry. Mm. That's usually a conversation we have when nobody else is listening to us. So, <laughs> all right. So people got a little bit of something, but you know, well, there's, you know, I, I would pull you in to go further because it's just brilliant what you stated and you stated in a simple sentence and it's kind of like the old Cohen's, you know, that you meditate on or the old, you know, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone mm. hear? What is the sound of one hand clapping? And it's like, oh my gosh, you, you grew up understanding. I mean, who hasn't volunteered? We've all mm-hmm. volunteered. We've all, I mean, you and I tried I to volunteer to help somebody. I was going to share Reiki. You were going to share acupuncture. And we were told, no, they just want money. <laughs> and it was like, oh, what? We're trying to volunteer here. We're we were trying to, to help this with someone you know. who's very sick. Uh, but you, you were the nice right. one. You were the one. We have to help her. And I'm like, nah. You're like, no, we really should. We can help her. And I'm like, yeah, of course we can. 
but you know, it was, it, mm. you know, and since this is so long ago and it wasn't a big national or international thing that we could say that it was, you know, it was nice to have a break and, sh- and have someone take care of your kids and take care of your food, take care of everything for you. And you kind of get that little bit of, oh, phew. And mm. that's not to say mm. everyone and that's, you know, but so anyways, yeah, I didn't see that article because, you know, that's usually my response. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I know, I know. And again, that's really important. And we ended the last podcast talking about, you know, the principles from our Donald J. Trump, do you stand with him? Who does he stand with? The science and energy behind Trump, which is available on Amazon. And I tell you that because, you know, I don't know if you can get books, you know, because people are trying to buy online and you can just download it as an e-book. Download how Trump wins. People have forgotten that. People are like, oh, I can't get to the bookstore. And I'm like, you can download an ebook. I think people are for, I keep hearing which, what are you, what shows are you binge watching? And I'm like, you know, Hey, I binge watch my own things too, but I'm like, after a while, don't you need something more than just blah that's on TV? And, um, and I'm like, has anyone, has pe- I think people have forgotten about ebooks. Mm. Well, don't. Yeah, we have lots, and we we have a we have a link in our uh, bio on the podcast, and feel free to look. And I think you can preview some yeah. of the stuff too. So there you go, and it's all in our podcast, and we share mm-hmm. a lot. And you know, it helps resonate with you when you read stuff. They say that when you hit your five senses with stuff, that yeah. helps you know for it to go cellular too. And in our last podcast, we were talking about the ninth one, the Einstein principle, and being on the same level of thinking. And what, you know, Donald Trump does in the the press conferences. And then we went into positive thinking, which, you know, I love to go into because it's so simple. You like Norman, you're a big Norman Vincent Peale. Oh, I love Norman Vincent Mm -hmm. Peale, Neville Goddard. Yes. I mean, Napoleon Hill. Yes. Let's just go Mm -hmm. boom, full force right into that pool. I love it. And, you know, it's so simple. And yet sometimes it's the simplest thing is the most difficult thing to do is to get you out of a funky emotion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could go into you could use the Kabbalion, you know, blah, blah, and and you could go into that and you could, you know, look at the Kabbalion. Yeah, just a simple bit of positive thinking. Can I say one thing, too? Yes. So for if you're listening and, and, you know, you think you have to go out and buy our books, um, that's always helpful. We appreciate the, you know, mm-hmm. the, but also know that we have the other podcasts that we have, that we discuss our books and we discuss the principles that we're talking here. And we do go into when, when Julie just mentioned, you know, Norman Vincent Peale, Neville, Neville Goddard, Napoleon Hill, uh, Lao Tzu. We go into all those ancient texts. We have an ancient text podcast that that's exclusively that we're all that we do. So, you know, if, you know, go buy our books, but also feel free to listen to the podcasts are free. So wherever right. you listen to this one, you can find that and you can get some of the same information and get it, you know, more of a gist of what we're what we're re- really referring to when we talk about the feelings and we talk about emotions. Right. Um, Right. And we and that's ancient text, the genealogy of energy. And there's connections in our in our link in the description. And you know what I was thinking of, too, which is funny, you probably brought me on a side uh, (laughs) tangent there was in our um, Let's Talk About Energy, ours and yours podcast. We Mm -hmm. actually have a set of podcasts earlier on that we did where we talked about 
when we oh. wrote Energetic Invocations. Yeah. And I was so excited about that because, yes. you know, on a, on a DVD, you get the director's yes. cut. And I was like, hey, this is the author's cut. Yeah. I was trying to coin the phrase. <laughs> and we really into, went into talking about the book. So, you know, not only can you read it, but you can get those podcasts that talk and, about sections. And you can hear Julie reading and trying to be so serious. And I kept oh, well, picking up potato chips actually just to tick her off yeah She's actually that be like seriously That's yeah so actually funny. that part's not included we have our commentary <laughs> we don't we don't read the book i don't bore people by having that part of you eating <laughs> potato chips on it but uh yeah that's 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 why this i don't know maybe this uh what is it? Stay home kind of at a distance thing is a social distancing. <laughs> I don't know what you're eating. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm sitting here and I have my phone still so it doesn't go in and out. You were saying that we were in and out. But so so and, you started talking about the power of positive thinking. And line. so, you know, going into, you know, the derivative of this from Norman Vincent Peale and, and in our book, we share about how, you know, uh, Donald Trump was was there, you know, in the audience experiencing this and the moment of that positivity, you know, definitely wasn't lost on him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did huge amount of research and it, it, it was books, you know, he had wrote books, other people had wrote articles. News. So I took stuff from, you know, understanding mm -hmm. and just, again, s sat with what resonated mm -hmm. with me and what I decided to absorb. And you can see the power of positive thinking in his press conferences every day. He like, it's almost like that's almost, you know, it's funny. It's almost like we put them in order. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like a top 12 order. Of, no. you know, what, but just to see that. And I, I've heard him say a number of times, you know, relax, hold on, relax. You're not positive. Why are you not being positive? And, you know, there's, there's some, and I'm going to use this word lightly. There's some truth to that. Why are we not being positive? I mean, people tell us, you know, oh, go do gratitude journals and think about what you're grateful for and think about and try to get clear yourself and get into the positivity. And there is an energy to being positive about it. And there is, you know, like you said, in our ancient text podcasts, we went into um, and even parts of the Kabbalion, we went into, you know, aspects of what you tell yourself and what your unconscious says oh okay you know if you tell yourself i'm not feeling well you're unconscious your subconscious says oh okay and then gives you that you know assimilate you know assimilation you're not feeling well so what are you telling yourself and i think his representation of that he just says clearly you're not positive so i think the idea of you have to be positive i don't subscribe to i tend uh, because uh, what makes you positive, Julie, might be different from what makes me positive. And when, when Trump is out there saying to different people, you know, why aren't you positive? Um, I go to another level of you are what you tell yourself. And so right. he saved right. me positive. I'm thinking I don't even go into the positive negative, go into happy, sad or good, bad. Mm. I don't even go into that. I just go to the point, what am I going to tell myself? Right. And what am I going to take in? Which is interesting because the power of positive thinking is it brings you into a positive mindset mm -hmm. if that's where you want to go. And you right. might say to me, well, who doesn't want to have a positive mindset? Maybe, you know, maybe your mindset is I want to I do something different. I want to experience. It doesn't have to 
always be happy, candy, joy, you know, pink flowers. And and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I think sometimes I go to the other, to the depth of what that's saying is you tell yourself what you're going to believe. I think that's the bigger bigger statement. Hey, it's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. It's a big reveal, folks. Susan does have a deck of tarot cards. Danny, oh. you have one. And I have one, too. And when you utilize tarot cards, you get yourself into the energy. And our writing is in that vibe as well. And, of course, our podcast. And we do not read tarot cards like everyone else does. We look at them and we do something completely different. And that is what we think everybody can do. And that's where all of our stuff stems from, is doing the work yourself and getting to that space where you can do it and there's podcasts that we have that are free there's a lot of ebooks that are almost free people are looking for this there's fiction and there's non-fiction we got it all ever have something happen and wonder how does this relate to my life Often, it's in your perspective. Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, can help you clarify your perspective. Susan and I wrote it for ourselves to process what we were experiencing. Face it, we all experience similar situations. It's our reactions that count and often against us. Awareness is a commodity today, so raise the value in your journey. Do the work with Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change and energetic invocation series today on Amazon. Right. And I agree. Thanks for clarifying that because the other, you know, happy candy, you know, whatever you said, (laughs) flowers and smiling faces and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's kind of the new age crap that just doesn't work. Right. And so, uh, you know, I agree. I mean, when I'm talking, I'm talking from the intensity of all of these. I'm not talking from, okay, that means you get up and say, Well, I wanted to make a point of saying that because a Mm -hmm. lot of other people brush over and says, oh, here, it's the same thing, power, power, you know, be positive, happy faces, you know, flowers, canned. Mm -hmm. That's not, I'm saying, and I will go into, I have times I wait, I've got bad allergies. And sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, nope, I feel good. And even when I Mm -hmm. say it, I feel a little bit better. And then if I'm, if I'm uh, feeling however I'm feeling, it's, I decide how I want to feel. I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to go out and and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or I want to accomplish this. It's, it's not just, Oh, I'm going to be happy and sit there because that's not who I am. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm a a relatively positive per, I, I think I'm more of a realist and I have goals and I set my goals for myself. And that to me is the power of positive thinking. It's not, oh, everything's good. I'm happy. I'm, you know, I keep thinking, you know, people sick, they, they can get better. This is going to pass. People are going to be stronger. This is the end goal that I see. And mm. that is so much more powerful and makes more, to me, sense. And, and, mm-hmm. and I think we're not touting what all the, quote, gurus and self-help no. industry's been no. saying that's not what no. we're trying that and i just think it's important right. to make that distinction yep yep and there's there's a part in the book where we say that you know critics condone him for his self-confidence his self-promotion his bravado and he 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 continues to express that constantly right. in the press conferences 
And so I, I, you know, I agree with what you're saying. I go to the intens- intensity mm-hmm. of it. It's not this superficial kind of thing. Okay, let's sell. But you no. didn't say that. And I don't, I'm not pointing a flaw. I'm saying that you, uh, this is something I've been saying to people for so long now is that you don't realize what you're really saying. <laughs> you go to the depth. I know you do because I mm. know you. But mm-hmm. if you don't really know you, you don't realize what you're saying. There's a huge depth to that. And I, I'm trying, I really, if you're listening to these podcasts and you've been listening all along, I will say we owe it to you to point out those things that you may not get. We get because we know each other. And I think there's a beautiful learning. There's a beautiful space of that. And, and if you've been listening, I feel like I want to point that out. Because you've been listening and you're doing the work and you're trying to make yourself mm-hmm. better. Don't hear this. Is It's just power, blah, blah, blah. Trump tells him that stuff because it keeps him in that powerful place. When he says, you know, the bravado and everyone says whatever, with the example you just gave. Of course, if you sit there and I'm strong, I'm powerful. These people love me. I, what is that going to do? It, you know, it, it brings you into that space. Right. And, and back and forth. Also having that positive outlook. And I, I mean so much more when I say that. I know. Now I want to say it in a I different know. way. And <laughs> if you if you absorb any Norman Vincent Peale, I mean, even Neville Goddard, I mean, they go into an intensity. Mm. And if you're just scratching the surface and say, OK, let me put that on my list. Number one, positive thinking. That's that's not what it yeah. is. It's so much yes. more than that. Because it's whatever you choose it to be. I, I think, you know, I've been doing mm-hmm. like reading about Marcus Aurelius and, and, you know, and getting into the philosophy. And they, it's, it's very empowering with this because it's this is where we are. You don't ignore that. And the, but you don't live in, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is horrible. You say this is where we are, but this is where I'm going to be. And that goes into another another one of the you know <laughs> but that there's a there's a power to that the power of thinking of, of you know you don't deny where things are but instead of right. focusing on oh my god you go okay well what do i know about this i know that things pass i know that people right. get sick but we do get better i do know things do get back to normal i mean and you you, you focus on that piece of it and right th- and that's cool because you went right into the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, which I guess is going to be the next podcast. Yeah. So uh, no, we can uh, no, we should keep going just a teeny bit into because you went into it and uh, you know you said exactly what it is. You can only be certain of where you are or where you're going. And and in the past, you know, in the book, we said you know Donald Trump is clear. He doesn't express uncertainty. He's so comfortable in uncertainty, and yet he's not expressing it. And that's that's something like completely fascinating to to observe, I will say. You can absorb what you want, but to observe it is like, hmm. Okay. And and the way that relates in the in the press conferences is is you can see elements of that. I mean, we can bring up topics that occur. I mean, you can you can fill in, it's like a mad lib, you can kind of fill in those spaces yourself. I mean, it's, you know, and I, I'm, again, I'm going into the intensity of it. I'm not just scratching the surface. Are you talking surface, about Heisenberg? You, 
uncertainty. Yeah, the, the, that's you know the fourth. I think the yes. fourth principle, okay. the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. And you brought it. You brought it up actually in the last podcast too. And I think we've you know we've looked at you know <laughs> the the Einstein level of thinking, the positive thinking. And again, these aren't just okay. Let me just write that down. If it doesn't go somewhere deeper for you, then you need to investigate that and say what does this mean for me, and and how can I utilize See, I think it. The whole uncertainty principle is huge. That's why it's like. Cause you, cause life is uncertain. There's no guarantees mm. to anything. And so, and, and as people, when we're faced with uncertainty, that, that fear makes you look, you know, by default, we start looking for our leaders to guide us and to give us that, that, uh, whatever we need to satisfy that uncertainty within ourselves and you tend to mm-hmm. do that. You look for you know, the leader or the expert to tell you what to do and how you're going to get there. And that's huge. And, and, and so he can swim in that sea of uncertainty without a problem. Therefore, he doesn't need the experts. He doesn't need the leader. He doesn't need. And, you know, and, and I've also heard that he's not the leader that we need. And I'm not, again, this is an, I'm not going to judge that statement except to say, really, for myself, I would prefer somebody to allow me to make my own decisions when I come to uncertainty. I've, I've had my mm. own issues in life where, you know, certain things, it was nothing major, something minor with, with my daughter. We went to the doctor. The doctor was an ass. Sorry. He was an absolute ass. And all he did is, where'd your mother go to school? Oh, what does she know? Oh, you know, I went to Bentley. And he's, oh, and he's going on and on. My daughter's kind of looking at him like, what the hell is it? And she's the one that's the nerve. She's like, what is he talking about? And, I, and he's like, oh, yep, whatever the issue is, oh, you're going to have to learn to live with it. And this is the way it is. And I said, and I just looked at him. I'm like, I looked at my daughter. I said, I think it's time for us to go. And believe it or not, he left the room. His, a quote, like his, uh, his, his uh, assistant or whatever it wasn't a doctor. It was just maybe like the receptionist or the, you know, I don't know her official came in and she gave us an answer that actually solved our problem. We, because she said something, hmm. I looked at my daughter, we went off and we solved the problem. And the reason I make that point is that for me, I don't do well with experts. I find that the experts that step in, and again, this is what I've always said, they're historians they can tell you this works this doesn't work okay but we need to think again and this is what's going on with coronavirus this is unprecedented we need to think how are we going to handle this how are we going to handle the hospital you know overload how are we going to handle and what are the experts they can tell you oh at this point we're going to have this many well how are we going to handle it oh I, I, i don't know and and that's that's what experts are they can give you the history of whatever but in this t- day and age, everything's constantly changing. And experts are great historians to tell us what maybe hasn't worked in the past, but that doesn't help us when you're faced with a new situation. And I, for me, find I am my best resource instead of listening to experts. Experts, but, and, but yet that's who we all turn to. That's what the majority of people turn to. What are the experts saying? Because we're scared. We don't know what to do. And I think that's a huge thing to, to go in so much depth in depth with. Mm. 
And and it's funny because you're in your example about the nurse, you know, the the, the expert was there as the doctor and when he left the room, exactly. you got what you needed exactly. from the nurse. And so, you know, once again, you know, what are you looking at and what are you deciding to absorb? You know, what are you observing and what are you deciding to well, absorb? When you could, really important. When you can get the clarity of what's really going on and you can have trust in yourself, you will get the answer. You always do. And I've said that to patients that have come mm-hmm. with when I was having patients mm-hmm. coming in. And I'm like, you'll get the answer. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Just because it doesn't work once, do not give up. We'll get to the answer. And if I can't help you get to that answer, there will be someone if you really want the answer. Mm. And that's a huge and valuable point just to, to, to let go cellular. So we're, we're going to, we tapped on, uh, I think, three of the principles. We have like nine more to go, and we're going to share them in a fun yeah. way as we relate it once again as we continue with the presidential press conferences. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts, along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.